Injured in a car accident? It's about money. Your money. Your settlement. We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery? You pay no fees or costs. We strive to get you more at LawyerUp904.com. So, why Doug Peterson? He's a man who's accomplished a lot. Top offensive coordinator, experienced head coach, uh, won three division titles in five years, a man who just four years ago won the Super Bowl. And he did it for Philadelphia Eagles, a city very much like Jacksonville uh, was looking for their first championship. A man who creates a culture they'll thrive in, and a leader who commands respect and inspires those around him. Man, y'all get off with t low. <laughs> we wanted someone who knows exactly what it is to be the last team standing in February and is passionate about doing it and doing it again. That man is Doug Peterson. This is not an overnight fix. This is not, you know, we're just going to snap our fingers and start winning football games. Our goal is to win football games, but we're going to do it one player, one coach, one person in the organization at a time. And that's why I'm excited. And that's what drew me to the Jacksonville Jaguars, to be able to sit down, to interview with these two gentlemen, and now have the opportunity to lead this organization. Ten Ten XL ninety two point five FM presents Jaguars Today with your hosts Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, Tom McManus, and E to the T. All right, good morning, everybody. Happy Friday to you. Welcome in Jaguars Today. Off and rolling. One year ago today, did you know how good the next year would turn out to be? As the Jaguars officially agreed to terms with head coach Doug Peterson to become the head man here in Jacksonville and uh, probably didn't love everything that happened from that moment forward, but I think most of us all pretty happy with the way things stand at the moment here in Jacksonville. Good morning, Tony. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. You remember your thoughts when they uh, agreed to terms with Doug Peterson uh, last year? Thank goodness the coaching search is over. That's one of them for yeah, sure. And that they landed on one of the guys that we had talked about as being one of the top two or three candidates the whole time. Yes. Was Doug Peterson. They got him. One know? of the first guys they talked to. Yeah. And it took a while. Um, you know, still two teams in the NFL today, right now, don't have a head coach. Yeah. Like yeah. to hire when they made it. Like it even more now. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How can you not? What's yeah. up, Tommy Mack? Good morning. How are Happy you? Happy Annie. Happy anniversary. Happy yeah. Doug Peterson Day. That's They're right. trying to make it Michael Jordan Day on SportsCenter because it's 2-3-23. Oh. Oh. Okay. Who cares? I mean, honest to God. It's really? Like Tom Brady's video. I'm like, like tune seriously. in this morning. Michael Jordan's top 10 right. plays of all time. I'm like, <laughs> have we not seen this a billion times? Yeah, I, no I, I don't know. But well, you uh, know, Michael hardly ever gets talked about. I really? So, he really yeah. doesn't. You know? He, he <laughs> doesn't have his own shoe or anything. I don't know. No. Or or <laughs> his own billions of dollars or, or any of that stuff Brand or, or status. Uh, but, no, it's uh, Dougie P. Day. E.T. Yeah, nice. Yo. Happy Dougie P. Day. Yeah, happy Dougie P. Day to you too as well, my guy. What's going on, my guy? How are uh, things? Man, it's a little nippy in here, so you know, is I'm just it? trying to stay warm. Man, yeah. I'll tell you what. It was like when I got in the car this morning down in St. Augustine, it was like, what was it, 3 a.m.? 
Yeah. Yeah, it was dark out, yeah. man. Yeah. It was yeah. uh, dark, dark. It was warm, though, early, because I was up early. Like, oh, yeah, it was cold. It, it made, like it I think came he, in, he's like, control seven, room in there. Yeah, in here. chilly in right here now. Is, yeah, yeah, it's nippy. They're all connected, I think, by the way. Some It's some kind of weird connection. What do you What do you sleep like? What's your sleeping temperature at the house? What's the thermostat on when you go to bed? 69. See, you like it cold. Yeah, I like to sleep. What do you cold. have it at? Six, 69, which is Ooh, nice. That's it's a nice temperature. Wow. Or that's the high today, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what I heard. That's what Alexa yeah, told me man, this morning. yesterday was beautiful. It, it was, was beautiful. Yeah. It was. It was a beach day. It was. I went that on a bike ride day. yesterday. Oh, Did you? I took my, my e-bike on a ride. Yeah? I got a cool little phone camera mount on the thing so now I can record. Yeah, are, we gonna, are we going to see a video soon? I already posted, but I posted it. Oh, you got it on there? All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah if, I don't, if it's not on Twitter, I'm not going to see it. Right, it's you on IG. I'll post it on Twitter. Uh, it's 72 in the studio for those who care right okay. now, which mm-hmm. is, that's what we sleep at in my house. than outside. It all depends. Like, sometimes 72 feels freezing. Sometimes 72 is like, dang, man, can we turn yeah. this thing down a little bit? Yeah. My house is weird. Like, if my room stays really cold, right? Yeah. So, if we put the AC at 76, my room's probably closer to, like, 72, 73. Yep. But the rest of the house, maybe at 76. And there's another room in the house that it may be 80. Right. Right, when it says huh. 76 on there. So, right. I don't care what we put the thermostat on. My room's going to be fine right. for me trying to go to sleep because – I don't. I don't need it seventy yeah. degrees, but I'm a little now. I like, like. I think a lot of people like. I love a cold pillow. Like when you flip your pillow oh, over yeah. and it's just cold. It's like, oh my gosh, I love that. Stuart's got new. But cool I've got to. Uh, when pillow. I fall asleep, like when I lay down to go to bed, my right leg, at least my right knee, has to be out of the covers. Like it oh. does not like to be hot. Whatsoever. The right leg. The right leg. Left fine. It's the weirdest thing. Now in the that middle of the night, I'll get thing. cold. I'll tuck that bad boy in, and nah, we're good like, to go for the night. I, I got to have the feet. The feet straight. have to breathe, man. Yeah, my feet too. Like, yeah, the feet have to breathe. breathe. Yeah, they can't yeah. be covered up. No. Now, if it's, like, real cold, sometimes you got to get in the cocoon, you know, but, yeah, but not, for the most with, part. You know, like, when they tuck in the sheets, my wife, I drive her nuts because I always just yank them out because yeah. I don't like my feet. <laughs> I hear you. This is crazy. Well, what's the first thing you do when you, you get in bed in a hotel? It's you got to rip all the sheets out from underneath the mattress and box spring. It's crazy because I'm the same way, like, my right leg. I got to have my right leg out. Yeah. I sleep on my stomach, and I kind of hang my right oh, leg kind of off of the bed yeah, so it can, it can be cool. Whatever. It's weird. You know what? Whatever works, Whatever yeah. works for you yeah, no on Doug Peterson Day. That's right. You know what? However you choose to celebrate, far yeah. be it from me to tell you how to celebrate yeah. Doug Peterson Day <laughs> in Duval County. And it could have been the second year anniversary, right? Because they did try to get him that a year before, I had been told. Is that correct? I don't. They recall man. that Did I, they at least reach out to I, him. I, I thought that was him. urban yeah. all the way with uh okay. I, I thought Shad Khan was fixated on Urban Meyer. I mean, look, hmm. Shad Khan ultimately signed off on the Doug Peterson hiring. It's not right. like Shad Khan's had a stellar track record. I mean, no, you no, might no. go, "Hey, you're bound to get one right eventually." Right. I mean, seriously. No, no, that's right? Fair. He's he's that's hired some really really bad head coaches here. Yeah, I think Jackson, he's more though. hands-on with Doug, you know what I mean? Like he's around more. I think that's that's a big big thing. Maybe. I mean, Do you think that matters though? Like I I don't know. I I you know, I I liked when Mr. Weaver was around. It kind of gave you a little jolt, you know All what right. I mean? Yeah, I could see that, but I mean, he was just always there, you know. You know, I it, as long as he's going Doug, what can I get you? What do you need? You know, no, right, you go, right, I think right, Doug right, knows what right. he's doing. Yeah. You know, oh, but yeah, no I hear doubt. what you're saying. You know, yeah. uh, sure. When the when the owner's around, everybody's sits up a little bit straighter. Yeah. And all that well, kind I mean, of thing. look, but you know, prior to Doug, I think, I mean, his, you know, the, there was a, you know, a, a 
reputation that he wasn't around a lot at all. Now, Correct. You don't have to be. I don't think you have to be. You like don't if, have right, to Right. If he weren't no around for the next 365 if you days. you make the right hires, you don't have exactly. to be. Exactly. Right. And we do believe he's got it. Oh, it's Right, overwhelmingly oh so. Oh my gosh! It's at this incredible. point in time, there should be some kind. There should be some kind of uh, float going down Bay Street right That's what now. I'm saying, man. right? It's a big day. I mean, day. it is a big day. Look <laughs> we'll what look back and one go. Year. You know what? This is one of the great decisions that Shad Khan ever made was yeah. was yeah. agreeing to oh. whether you know whether it was no doubt. deciding on Doug Peterson, agreeing to hire Doug Whatever. Peterson, taking the advice of his football people. Yep. Uh, this time, Tony, it was it was. On-field success, but at the NFL level, mm-hmm. and it wasn't hype. Doug Peterson's like the as we get to know him here in Jacksonville, yep. one of the most chill guys, you know, who's had success at that level that you yep. could imagine coming across. You know, here's another thing too. I thought because I know Tony Khan's really involved. Like maybe you know, like when he first bought the team, he was young, wasn't he? So as he gotten older, maybe more involved. You know what I mean? Maybe that's maybe. That's I mean, part of it as well. Certainly you feels know? like he's eventually going to hey, be the you owner. you got to get Doug Peterson, yeah. and here's why. <laughs> of the Jaguars. You know? It's been fun this morning, too, on Twitter and social media with, you know, the word getting out there, obviously. It's been yep. a year since I hired Doug Peterson. Watching portions of the fan base react to going back and looking at the way they reacted mm-hmm. to when that news was coming out. Yeah. And there was that small minority portion in the fan base that was really upset that Byron left, which hadn't been hired as the head coach, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, and, like, yeah. I see Irish Jag, like, reposting the stuff that he posted. Oh, he was yes. so mad Oh my God, yeah. Blank and losers. Yeah. Oh, jeez. You can imagine what the blank <laughs> like, was. Yeah. he's not blank the only y'all. one. Yeah. He's not the only <laughs> one that had those kind it. of feelings, right, yeah. about them not hiring Byron Leftwich. It turned out okay. I would fine with Leftwich, by the way. Too. Like, Jim Caldwell was the number one guy on yeah, my we, list, we right? Just talking about his demeanor. Yeah. His everything. And look, Doug's got all these things in yep. spades as well, right? And they both had on field success. Well, on top of it, you know, Correct. Too, but Jim yeah. Caldwell's a very good offensive line. We you were know? with Byron. We were sold on Adrian Wilson, too, the GM, right? Yeah. They were going to come together. It, it, well, that? part of it was everybody wanted to change a GM, right? right? Like, to me, whether it was Byron with Balky, whether, you know, yeah. one day we'll find out exactly yeah. the minute by minute of how that all occurred. But whatever the case, if, if they had announced Byron, you know what? We had last night on my Sirius XM show, we're, we're starting our look at different teams in the offseason. So we start at the top of the draft, and we had Chicago and Houston last night, right? So Aaron Wilson, who's covered the Texans for a long time, he works for the NBC affiliate in Houston, was on with us. And he was talking about how when D'Amico Ryans signed there, they had like 30, for, like the best 30 former Texans all came to be a part of it. Wow. And at his announcement, and after his press conference, they all crowded around the podium to get like a group shot of like you know it's JJ Watt. It's all the yeah, it's all I the best it. in I franchise history, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah. you know Byron might have brought some of that out, but yeah. that doesn't guarantee success. No, ultimately, like, look, no. Byron, I hope is a wonderful head coach somewhere yeah. one day, maybe Absolutely. even in Jacksonville after Doug Peterson decides to hang him up <laughs> you never know. 10 years and three Super Bowl championships down the line. Yeah, so. yeah I, look, I, we were in a, we, I don't think the organization was in a position to take a risk. It was, I mean, you had bird in hand with Doug Peterson times, you know, a million, right? And it wasn't just a su- I always thought it wasn't just the Super Bowl. It was the fact that they won the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and then went back to the playoffs two years in a row. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to do, man. I I think you know you see so many teams that you know win a Super Bowl and then the next couple of years are just kind of eh, 
you know, look at the Rams this year, you know what I mean, for whatever reason. Um, but uh, that happens. But I don't know. I Obviously, we made the, the right choice and, and looking forward to the future. But, yeah, great great one year on a Friday, too. Which, by the way, his birthday was recently, so he must have got hired right after his birthday. He just turned 55, yeah, It I was think. this week, yeah. Nice number, Coach. Nice number. Happy birthday. Uh, by the way, uh, <laughs> looking back now, because somebody sent me a, a – uh, our question today is asking you what's your favorite Doug Peterson-related moment of the last year, okay? Okay. So Jason said, sorry if I'm breaking the rules here, but for me, I'm taking it back to the first interview two months prior, and then we waited another two months for the hire. Doug was hireable for two months, and somehow we still got him. Uh, my thanks go out to the teams that didn't hire him. Wasn't quite two months. Okay, right. it was late December when it first came out that Doug Peterson was going to interview okay. with the Jaguars. So he had all the entire month of January. It was more than a month, but it was like when you say two months, I think like sixty days. You know, that's a right. this is Eight more weeks. like thirty-five days, something right. along those lines. Still a long time. Well, it felt long. It did feel yeah, long did at feel the long. time, but regardless. So I, I just in trying to determine exactly what the date was. I did a quick Google search about um, Doug Peterson to interview with Jaguars, and one of the first ones I came up with was a story from NBCSports.com, Philadelphia. Okay. Um, why the Doug Peterson-Jaguars pairing is a bad idea. Uh, <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah, right. Get the gong out. You know, I, I, it's just, and, and this is before he actually even interviewed the first time for the job. Just right. this is a terrible right. oh, decision no, yeah. on the part. Yeah. How because we decided to get rid of this guy. You can't, Come on. That's yeah. a terrible idea to bring him in. So, yeah. anyway, the Chad and Sandy Real Estate Question of the day is just what I alluded to a moment ago. Happy Doug Peterson Day one year ago. Uh, Jags agreed to hire Doug Peterson. He agrees to become the head coach of the Jaguars. So we asked, what was your favorite Doug Peterson-related moment from the past year? Uh, share with us your thoughts on Doug Peterson. Doesn't have to be a specific moment, but at the same time, you know, try to narrow it down a little bit if you yeah. can, but whatever the case. So we're celebrating the fact that we're happy yeah. with a, a – head coach that has a great connection with what we hope is going to turn out to be one of the all-time great quarterbacks in league history. Let's be honest. Yeah. That's that's the ceiling for Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Does he get there? I don't know. Nobody right. knows, you know. No, but, right. Man, when's the last time, you know, you could look out over a multi-year stretch yeah. and go, this team's going to be really good yeah. for a while. At least feel Trev that way. Trev looked good uh, was it last night. Yeah, he threw a couple. Yeah, of, you know. a few. I, like, yeah. they, he hit two in a row. Yeah. And the only thing, I didn't watch any of it live, right? Because yeah. I, I didn't want to get caught no, up right. in the water balloon toss. Right. And, and I watched you know, the whole thing. Have to turn it away. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, I, but I did rewatch. They, somebody posted a clip, said something like, Trevor's on fire. So and he hit like two out. throws in a row. Yeah. And they're like, oh my God, he's on fire. Like, right. it was like two in a row. No, two. Derek, Derek Carr was on fire. Yeah, I didn't watch Derek, yeah, Derek Carr. Derek Carr hit every one, right? Yeah. Well, Derek Carr was comment? by far the best. Of Good the for guys Derek in that Carr. competition. And You're, Huntley played or threw it well, right? It he was, was all right. Yeah. yeah. I thought he, he did all right. It's more than I care to know. He struggled with the deep ball, Tommy. That's Yeah, that's a problem. What a surprise. <laughs> they don't throw that one a whole bunch in that Baltimore offense. All right, so uh, be a part of it today. Let's talk about Doug Peterson, the year that changed the Jacksonville Jaguar franchise, the turning points, uh, what your expectations are for the future, and anything else Jaguar-related, you can bring it to the table at 641-1010 on the phone lines or the text line 
designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Hit us up on Twitter at MD underscore 1010XL, at 1010XL Fat Tony, at Meathead55, and at IME2 The T. Come on, somebody. All right, here we go. Happy Doug Peterson Day, everybody. You're listening to Jaguars today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Everything you need to know about the Jags. Jaguars today on 1010XL. I love it, man. I'm really enjoying going back and reading this uh, NBC Sports Philadelphia story on why (laughs) Doug Peterson's making a terrible mistake if he comes here. Uh, Three main reasons. Jags are a bad organization. Ah, okay. How dare you? You know, that's how coaches get fired. Yes, you're right. A lot of... uh, a lot of teams have openings. Were the Giants a bad organization? They they fired their coach. I mean, they I don't know. I mean, they, historically, they've been good, but you get the idea. Uh-huh. Uh, Peterson can afford to be picky. In other words, why would you want that? Mm. I mean, as I'm reading through, he's like, oh, come on. Why would you? You don't have to take anything that's thrown at you. He said the best fit would be the Bears because they have a young quarterback with a high ceiling. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that's the first thing he said. A franchise with a long storied successful history. What does that have to do with anything? Right. What long so the Bears haven't Once. won crap since 1985. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So what? That's longer than the Jags have been in existence. Yeah. Who cares? Right. Honestly, they've but been George to one Hall Super Bowl. Coach there. Oh, so h- yeah. how stupid of me, Dick Butkus? Is he walking through the door? 25-year-old Dick uh-huh. Buckus, and also... I like the Bears for the record, but I agree. Uh, you know what I'm saying, I know man. what you're saying. Uh, uh, and also because Bears it's a cold-weather city where the penchant for loving blue-collar players yeah, and coaches. Yeah. Who doesn't love blue-collar right, players every, and coaches? Everybody. Philly says the same thing. Nick Sirianni just said, hey, they're blue-collar. Of course. They, everyone. Yeah. Is Duval County a blue-collar? Yeah. Totally. Come on. Right? Totally. Like, do you think the Rams coaches weren't talking about their guys being blue-collar when they won the Super Bowl last year? I don't know the if they're blue-collar. The city may not be. They're like Silicon Valley something. I don't know what they're doing The fans may not be, but the team has to be. The team does have to be. Right? Like, that's... That's kind of the idea. So when they throw these terms out, it's like it has no meaning. Every fan base has their strengths, has their weaknesses, but they're all just fans in the end. Like there's no difference in any areas around the country. Everyone who has an NFL team loves NFL football. Right. Like it's all this stuff is. And a lot of NFL cities, Jacksonville gets a lot of grief for it. Like when their team or bad for years they it's not sold out they have no. trouble selling t- it's every not. damn city it's every but they're like city. no it's just jacks we're like what frankly and they- was talking yesterday yeah. i'm sorry to That's interrupt right. I mean, no going back to the 60s yeah right the afl all-star game whatever their equivalent okay. of pro bowl was traveled to a number of different cities and it came here to Jacksonville twice. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Best attendance by far of really? any city it yeah, was in yeah, yeah, or the yeah. two years it yeah. was in Jacksonville. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was in Houston. It was in, I right. think, Chicago. Big, like it would, it would draw like seventeen thousand people. Wow. To and these are, yeah. I mean, these are not un- obscure players. These are right. superstar collegiate players coming yeah. into the AFL. Right. And in Jacksonville, it was like forty and forty-one thousand in back-to-back yep. years. Yep. So. No, no doubt, no doubt about it. And here's another thing that they, they, the national media doesn't get because they don't spend time here to get to know Jacksonville. When you come down here and people show you around the right way, like they do with head coaches, a lot of them fall in love with it because it's awesome. And you got water, you got golf, you got. Could you everything. see Doug Peterson retiring Weather. to? Uh, 
uh, you know anywhere, how many coaches are right here on the first coast. Go, go take a ride up First Street at the beach. You'll run into about three or four and, and, coaches and that still live here. Hang a ride and go down to Crescent Beach. In between here and Crescent Beach, they're yeah. all over the place. All man. over. College coaches. Oh, they're everywhere. Pro you coaches. Be, and three to four is an understatement. It's more like a They dozen. know. They know. You see them. They're and, everywhere. And, you know, quite frankly, I don't need the national media. No, I don't need I don't even want them to come here. <laughs> we didn't mean it. <laughs> we got enough people, we man. We didn't mean Cut it. it. We Cut didn't it. mean it, any of it. See how they see this rainy, crappy weather outside? This oh, looks you like don't want to come here. It's February. Dang. Mm-hmm. February's day. awful. All right, let's go to the phone. Six four one ten ten. You want to talk about Dougie P? You want to talk about the uh, year that transformed the Jacksonville Jaguar organization? I do feel it's transformed it. Now, look, you can't go back and be a 6-11 and 11 team next year and, and just yep. be like, oh, we lost yep. a bunch of close games. No, you got to build on this. I'm not saying you have to win the division every year going forward, right? But you've right. got to be – a contender now yeah. consistently. Well, listen, the the culture foundation is set. There's no doubt. But now there's the target, right? And now you're going to have a tougher schedule, probably, At, right? Well, you got a first-place schedule. you sure. got a first-place schedule. And, hey, Houston, whether you like it or not, they probably got a little bit better with D'Amico Ryans being their head coach. Well, we'll right. see. They're, we'll they're, see. Look, they're going to get a new quarterback. Yep. Indy's going to get a new quarterback. Yep. None of these quarterbacks in this class – is no, thought of the way no. Trevor Lawrence was no, 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 when he came out all. two years but ago. But Tennessee's going to be back. It's not like they're they're going anywhere. You know what I mean? I mean, it's we'll going to just be a tougher, tougher year. And, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, look, overall, they were a healthy year, weren't they, this past year? I know they lost Cam. They lost a couple guys. But overall, fairly healthy. That factors in. So, you know, but I agree with oh, no, you. I, I totally you. agree with you. There are a lot of reasons you got to w- – right. That health was fantastic. Ball bounced your way. There are a lot of things, but, but you can happens. get better too. I expect Total. them to be a better team next year, even if they lose a couple of these veteran players right. that they're going to have to to make the cap work. Well, just think. I mean, you you look back on the year, you could probably make a case for a game or two that they probably should have won, right? A bunch of them. Yeah, that, uh, uh, certainly that one they score games. Yeah, could have. Right. I mean, could've. they lost five one score games in a row. Yeah. At one point, yeah. you know, after starting two and one. Yeah, I mean, you take the Texas at home without the penalty. Maybe you know, on, take on, Denver. Maybe it's over. Take Denver. A bunch of yeah. them, right? Yeah, then right. again, you're just a little off on that two point conversion pass True. to Zay Jones, right? And there's one going back the other way too. That's right. You know? I mean, That's they, right. hey, it's all part of it. It's part the of bottom it. line, division champs. Let's yeah. see what we can do. Let's see what we build on from here. Yeah. Uh, Marshall in Springfield, first up today at six four one ten ten. Good morning, Marshall. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Always good to talk to you. Likewise. I uh, just wanted to say, uh, so I've got two points and then the answer to your question about Doug Peterson's greatest moment. But the first point is what Shad Khan needs to do, because he's got the support and the rally of all the fans, is to open his uh, wallet and make sure that we can retain as many players as possible by restructuring and renegotiating their contract. Because this team is on the verge. Second, go into the draft and think like Doug Peterson. Be offensive-minded. Go for the best wide receiver. Go for the best tight end. Add to the firepower because that's the way the NFL works in today's world. And third, the answer to your question is Doug Peterson's greatest moment was in the Chargers game when he said one play Fight back, dig out, and keep going. That's the Jaguars mentality from now on. I'll take your comments off air. All right, appreciate it. Uh, basically disagree with the, most of what you said, except for that last part there. Shot Khan, 
there's no issue with Sean Conn spending money. Not at all. I mean, the guy has spent more money than anybody since he's coming to the league on free agents. He's got plenty of cash. He, and he, it's just, <laughs> and he like he, he doesn't mind spending it. It's not him sitting there going, oh, "Let me spend it on this guy." Let me spend. Right. It's is he getting the right direction? I, I can't. I imagine a time when Sean Conn would go to Trent Baalke and Doug Peterson and go, "Ah, you know, I really don't feel like." Look at like last year. Right what they spend last year? Hey, they like committed hundred hundreds million. of millions yeah. of dollars. Signed Blake Bortles to a contract extension. I mean, look, yeah. that, and then that, spent what they spent on Nick Foles. <laughs> not even an no, issue. No right. No right. Twenty two mil. Like, like he's hey, not no unwilling problem. to shell out the money. No, they, yeah, the front does. office asks him for money, and he says, "What do you need?" No, nah, he's great. The he's other great part about that. just drafting offense. Look, offense is the way of the league. But you added Calvin Ridley, or you're adding, you hope, adding yeah, Calvin right. Ridley. If you bring back Evan Ingram, this idea that you're going to draft a wide receiver or a tight end in round one, I think is crazy. Yeah. You've got a lot of needs on this football team. You're not just going to win by showing up and winning 63-62. to 62. Right. you got to build a complete football team. And last year, they brought in Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram, Brandon Sheriff, just as free agents on the right. offensive side. They, right. they, they proactively went out. And traded for Calvin Ridley. Same thing we're talking with our Chicago reporter last night. We said, you know, how do they feel now about the Chase Claypool trade where they right. gave up what turned out to be the 32nd pick in the oh, draft? Geez. And he's like, look, the reason they did it was they looked at free agency and there's nothing there, mm-hmm. right? So the mm-hmm. Jags were proactive. They've they got this Calvin. guy. If, uh, presuming that they re-sign Ingram, yep. uh, they got a lot of issues on defense that they need to shore up. I think so, too. I mean, look, third down wasn't good. It just wasn't good. You got to get off the field. You got to give the ball back to your to your, uh, to your your offense. It's so critical for a defense. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't worse in the league, but it wasn't good enough at all. And that means you're not getting to the quarterback enough. There's not enough pressure to disrupt, right? So you need some of that. I think you need another corner. Not zone, press. I want somebody that's I think long you, and lean like Tyson Campbell. You need Campbell. probably a starting corner, be it totally. a nickel at the worst. I agree with that, 100%. Right? But you need defensive tackle. You need pass rush. And, you and need I, all kinds I, of stuff. I don't know, man. I, I, if I have to I, – I, I, I want to keep this old line together. I, I want to see – think. you know, we talk about Doug Peterson, rightfully so, but what Phil Rosher did I to did this great, offensive great line, job. I want to – I, you know what I mean? Like, there's something to the fact. Now, granted, you get Barch back. Maybe you draft somebody. Maybe there's competition at guard, what have you. But you get the gang back together. You keep them together. You keep them under Phil. I just think it could be really strong. Look, uh, as long as I, they're supporting thing. Trevor Lawrence in building this football team, yep. I'm good with it. I get the idea. You want You've got this young quarterback. Let's maximize him. Absolutely on board. But yep. part of doing that is re-sign Evan Ingram. Get Calvin Ridley instated, reinstated to the NFL back here for the yep. first time. You, If you do that, you have upgraded your offensive right. talent. I'm not saying, look, if they go out there and, and draft wide receiver or tight end, I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. Say, you can't, don't get pigeonholed with the idea that you have to do everything on one side of the ball. Here's a thought on Ingram, and Evan had a phenomenal year. I'm not taking anything away from him whatsoever. He's a tremendous athlete. He's a mismatch, no, 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 no doubt about it, and he made the plays when called upon. I just I feel with tight end that Doug is and his you know his reputation is he's a tight end friendly type play caller, gets them open, and you know allows them to make plays. Can you find somebody? Say you just can't find the number with Evan. Just say you you can't. You're not going to franchise them, right? I don't know why wouldn't they? I don't Eleven know. million could bucks. You, could you get a could you get a a 
kid out of the draft that can run. Okay, and then you know you, that you, can yes, run could. routes. That, that can yes, make you catches. could. Then when when are you drafting your your corner or your defensive tackle? Your I mean, you only have so many yeah. routes to plug holes. Well, you only you have need so a many first picks. rounder for a tight end. Not I saying mean, you do, but a lot of people. I'll put it this way: right now, that's probably the most popular position mock to the Jaguars. Now. I think part of it is Evan Ingram isn't re-signed yet. And if you just look at the depth chart, yeah. you got Luke Farrell, and that's it under contract. But So keeping Ingram – so t- to me it's between Ingram and Taylor. Don't you think it's going to come down to that to a little bit? Uh, possibly. Juwan Taylor? Yeah, possibly. And, and I mean, they're 30-plus million over the cap. Right. So, so you're saying Ingram over Taylor. Well, you got Walker Little. No, I know. You, I know. Like, I know. like Luke Gosh. Farrell does not give play- me the confidence Walker Little would give me. If called upon to start for 17 games, well, Dan Arnold can run. He's pretty athletic. He's dude. a free agent. Yeah, you, you got one guy under contract, Luke Farrell. That's it. Yeah. Evan Ingram, I think, is almost a mortal lock to be back on this team. I'd be stunned. They paid him nine million this year. Yeah. Way outplayed his contract, his one year deal. Yeah. For what? At worst case, one year. What is it? Eleven two, eleven point two, something yeah. like that. Mm. I'd do it in a heartbeat, and you can make that work. Rather yeah. easily under the cap too. Um, with some I, if we can keep if we can keep Taylor, I I you'd disagree. I just I just think this whole line and you know what? Who knows? Maybe Little plays left guard for a year or two. I don't know. Maybe he does, you or know? maybe Barch is or back. Maybe Barch is and he back. won the job. Yeah, and last year, so why wouldn't he? Yeah, you know, have a good maybe, chance to maybe so be an improvement know? over. I mean, look, that's the thing. You don't. While you have an owner willing to spend the money, you don't have the cap space right. that you've no, had right. in recent years. Right. I mean, look, yeah, you can create cap space. Right. But it's going to cost you eventually. It takes cash, too. Sure. Doesn't it? Like, no. you're going to give these guys a bonus. You think he's got it? I think he's got no, it. No, that's what I'm saying. That, that's what's great about Shad Khan. Right. He's willing he's, to put, he's willing to put that there. cash up to, 100%. to help the team out. All right. Uh, so, today's Chad and Sandy Real Estate question of the day uh, what was your favorite Doug Peterson-related moment from the past year? Happy Doug Peterson Day, everybody. Yeah. This is Jaguars Today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Mac in the Middle, Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. Uh, a lot of fun looking through the timeline this morning. Doug Peterson, smiling face as he uh, took the podium last year to be introduced as the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, I finally finished that piece in the NBC Sports Philadelphia uh, yeah. column. Said that Peterson might be better served if an attractive offensive coordinator job comes open. Oh, sure. Rather than taking yeah, the, uh, no. the Jaguars. Because we're not quite sure how good – Trevor Lawrence yeah. is, yet he was this touting a, a Justin pretty, Fields. A pretty attractive <laughs> offensive coordinator job right here in Jacksonville. Yeah, you know? I'd say And so. head coaching job due yeah. to an owner that's willing to spend a bunch of money if you ask him to, yep. and Trevor Lawrence is your quarterback. Right. And, I don't. I, I, the people outside of here don't understand that yet is beyond me. Yeah. And what a great fit for Trevor to have, Doug, and the oh, quartet of sure. quarterback coaching, you know, pedigrees. So that important. Are, yeah, I mean, it's a great fit, you know, um, and uh, I think they go well together, you know. Would Burnell have been as good without Coughlin, in your opinion? 
So, you know, Tom's play calling was more pound the rock than play action pass. That was kind of the league back then. Mm-hmm. And you did you did go three wide, so you'd have to go into nickel and dime it, you know, on defense to combat that. But uh, not as creative, you know what I mean? It just – I think that came down to the actual players because that yeah, was more like, hey, beat the guy makers. in front of you. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. And I'm not saying they don't do that today because they do, but I think a lot of offenses are set up to where, hey – because the rub routes are huge, you know, the shifting, the motion, trying to confuse the defense with all this, you know, stuff going on. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It, uh, it, I, back then, I think it was more like, no, you, all right, he's pressing you and you're Jimmy Smith. I'm going to beat your ass off the line. I'm going to get open, and then my quarterback's going to hit. And you know, uh, kind of we're also going to give you the yeah. freedom to rip it. I mean, 96 right. in particular, that, that season stood out in terms of passing numbers. Yep. For this organization, it took Blake Bortles' 2015 season yep. to top it right. yardage-wise. I think Brunel threw for four something. 43. Yeah, 4,300, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, look, I, I think, again, Doug, you, you can't overstate his he, – he knows how to handle QBs, you know. He knows, he knows how to handle ours. He's got them in the right spot, in the right system, you know, in the right uh, – you know. And Trevor, look, he – Overall, he had a very, very good year. There were points where that weren't very good, sure. but he'll get better at those. And I, I, it's like, look, same with Ross or this old line. I can't wait to see Doug and Trevor together. Like Another the year. development, you know, the it, right. The it's growth. not just adding Calvin Ridley or adding no, this guy. It's, no. it's this guy, number sixteen, adding layers to his confidence. Game. You know what I mean? Everything, just making everything better. And I think, I think they'll both be committed to that. That's, I mean. And then that trickles down, right? I mean, having a quarterback, I said it during the playoff run, man. When you're when your quarterback's a badass and you know it, I mean, you want to fight for him. You know, it's like your brother. Like if he everyone's messed with him anyway, you'd be jumping in and taking over for him. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. that's a powerful, powerful thing. So I think it's just it's it, look, it's Trevor's very talented, and it's Doug who's very talented, and they're combining a very talented force, and uh, I think it's only gonna go up. And Doug Peterson, you know, by all accounts, since we've gotten to know him over the last year a little bit, very down-to-earth guy in terms of the fit here in this community with this organization. And he's got a resume that he should have a little spring in his step. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I'm sure he's very confident in his abilities. Don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? But he doesn't need to go around, um, you know, screaming it all the time. He, he, as I heard Dan and Jeff discussing it uh, this morning, I think with Tony, um, you, Doug Peterson would tell you something was going to happen. Yep. And then it would happen. Now, some of that, like, you know, when you're telling the team, Hey, we're going to win all these games, we're going to this, right. you know, week 18 is going to be for the division title. There's some projecting, there's some hoping sure. that you can't guarantee, but basically his message, Tom is just keep showing up, doing the things you're doing. We're so close to breaking through and yep. It was different than years past because this was – it wasn't like – you know, the Jags – I've brought this up many times. In in years past under Doug Marone, under Gus Bradley, there'd be times when they'd lose by 17, and they'd be like, oh, man, we beat ourselves one or a couple right, of plays, no, one know. or two plays. Here it was like you literally could point to like one play. Like, yep. And some of them were Trevor Lawrence's fault. They were you know? early. They Those were. early – right, the yep. interceptions versus Houston and Denver yep. in particular. Yep. Just awful, they right? killers. And look – Four picks against the Chargers. Let's not kid ourselves. It was an awful, horrible start. But much like the season, that game was kind of 
as Doug Peterson said, that was our season. Right. Started like crap. Right. Never gave up. Hung in there, chipped away, and the quarterback and the rest pulled him through in the end. Yeah, and I think a lot of it is trust. Like, just trust me. I'm going to make it out. I'm going to help you guys win. I'm going to show you how we're going to get this done. My quarterback, Trevor, trust me. I'm going to get these guys open. I want you to focus on making completions and moving those chains down the field and giving them a chance to make a play. Even, Tony, you remember during the year, during that stretch, we were even – both of you and I said that um, – even some of Trevor's completions were off. Mm-hmm. Remember, not in the right spot where the yeah. guy could make a play. And that was throwing me, like, it was throwing me off. I'm like, why isn't he, I mean, the guy's open. Just give it to him. But he wasn't. But then it changed, you know. And then you you didn't say that as, now, he didn't make every single throw. Of course, there were a couple, there were some throws that you're like, what, what was that? But that that got limited as the year went on. And the great throws, then you're like, whoa. Because even during those times when he struggled, he'd throw a great throw. And you'd be like, mm. well, that was a hell of a throw. Where's that all game? You know yeah. what I mean? So um, I think it comes down to that trust. Even when they were down 27 nothing, it's, hey, trust me. One play at a time, we're going to claw ourselves back into this thing. Just give me a chance to show you. And I think there really is something to Tommy watching – when it's us watching the Jaguars, we pick apart every throw that Trevor Lawrence Of makes, course. Right? Yep. And when he's a little bit off for four or five throws in a game, as we pointed out, it's like, is there something wrong? A right. little bit mechanically, what's going on here? Because he, we know he's better than that. Right. Right? Like, right. that's why you pointed out, it's I know he's better than that, what's going on in that particular moment. But I do think we get caught up on the misses a lot. And yep. if you do, if you watch any other game, you're going to watch the Super Bowl here in a couple weeks – Hertz and Mahomes are going to miss yep. plenty of times in that game, but you don't have an emotional reaction to it because yep. it's not your guy missing yeah. right? an opportunity True. at a play. And when right. it's your guy that's missing that opportunity, it's like, what's wrong with him? Right. Right. When right. it's Mahomes, he misses a pass, it's like, ah, oh, he'll hit the next one. Right. Right. And yep. I think for the last month and a half of the season, that trust level had been built to the point where even when Trevor missed one, we are like, oh, he'll hit the next one. Like yeah. he had developed into better. that guy. Yeah. And yep. it's not a confidence that you maybe felt halfway through the year, but by the time we got to the end of it, it's like, yeah, he's going to make a play. Yeah, he's going to make. I believe he's going to make a play. Yeah, and, and look, I thought the last two weeks he regressed a little bit, but it was still good football. It wasn't like he was turning the ball over and making terrible throws. Thought it was the it was, regular season. Yeah, but then he, you know, then it, then you know, the Chargers obviously a terrible start, but man, he finished great, made some great throws, and he was look, he, you know, during that stretch where he was on a run, and I mean. I, I just loved the, when he was really into the flow of the game, running, passing, I mean, dropping dimes, putting the ball in the right spot, throwing it a mile. Um, not that that always matters, but just putting putting it right on the money. And, and uh, you know, sometimes, most of the time it was caught. Sometimes it was dropped. You know, think about the drops. Cut those in half, and what are we we talking right, about? But still. You know what I'm saying? You, they, they weren't, to me, as noticeable as they were last the year. The year before, right? Statistically, some would say they had the most drops in the league. Yep. Drops are not an official NFL stat. No, you know, right, you different right. sources. But it was over. It was like thirty, close to a twenty-seven. Over 30. Was it over thirty? I, I think it was twenty-five at one time late in the year. I remember yeah. that and being like, well, "Just think about that. You cut that in half, and you're changing things. And it could be, you know, big, big plays in games. You sure. Know? I mean, look, Trevor's got to throw. Look, he's got to get better. No this doubt. is not the ceiling. Right. You, know, you talk about the the offense kind of slowing down later in the year, I think part of it is just circumstance because you're coming off as Trevor Lawrence, basically the best month 
of your career, even with the Detroit yeah. game in there, right? He has he, it was not very good in that game, but if you take the four-game sample that included the Lions game, Ravens, Lions, Titans, Cowboys, average almost 300 yards passing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in those four games, had 11 touchdowns, one interception in that mm-hmm. period of time, right? right? And yep. had three quarterback ratings of 109 or yeah, higher. no, right. Then they play the Jets. The weather's terrible. The Jets can't move the ball, right? Remember, they, they, they it come windy. out. It was windy. It was yep. just like the, the only points the Jets got were when the Jags fumbled right to open the game, basically, right? right? And then they, the defense stuffed them. So you really didn't ask. You ask him, don't lose the football game. Yeah. Right? Don't do something stupid. So he threw for 229, no touchdowns. Next week against the Texans, more of the same. He completed 81% of his passes in that game. Right. But he only threw for 152 because – you didn't have to. They couldn't do anything. That yeah, day. Ju- yeah, yeah. It just felt like, like before those games. When I say he was like, take like, I hope he runs more next year. I mean, I, I really do. I think that that like, you, and I'm not comparing him to Hurts or even Mahomes, but you, that part of the, that element of their game is is dangerous, man. Especially Hurts, right? But and and Trevor is very similar. I I think he can really do a lot of damage. So maybe it was just me with the eye test. Like it wasn't like. What I'd been seeing the four weeks prior, you know what I mean? Sure, there's um, probably some of that. Yeah, but uh, look, I again, overall, I mean, you we're all stacking the eye test totally, 180, right from last year. The stat guys like us too, like you know, the stats are unbelievable. What they were last year compared to this year, it's it's a nice trajectory moving up. Do you worry at all? Um, just getting a little off what we're talking about here, but you know, talking about. Doug Peterson's first year put together what we all described as ended up being a great offensive staff, great support system for Trevor Lawrence. He had including Doug Peterson, the four former quarterbacks. Yep, you know in various positions, great sounding boards. Been there, seen it from yep. your perspective, all that. So now Jim Bob Cooter it may move on. Right, he's getting some sure. offensive coordinator looks, which is great. Yep. You know for him, uh, Chris Jackson, the wide receivers coach, has gone. Does does any of that? Were you as long as you have Doug Peterson? I guess is what I'm asking. Are you? Do you feel like uh, Trevor's always going to be in good hands? I think he's going to be in great hands because when I when I see him on game day on sideline, who does he go to? He goes to Doug. Talks mm-hmm. to Doug. He's always talking to Doug. It's funny how that can yeah. be a beneficial thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean these. You know, I mean, I mean the other coach is coming to play, but I'm the, no. I when you see you. him, he's going to Doug. Doug and him. Are Doug's talking. got the play sheet. They're yeah. chopping it up. Doug's Doug's, he's his, got he's got the glasses <laughs> on the glasses end of his nose, covering his mouth. Like okay, Trev, we're gonna run this. Right, Waffle you know House on three. Here we go. <laughs> no, Trev, that ain't gonna work. Trev. That, no, Listen no, to me. no. Listen to me. Right, no, you don't know. I've been there. I was a backup in this league for a while. Don't you worry about it, Trev. But. I, no, like, I think he's in great hands. Exactly. We're kind of joking with John Shipley yesterday a little bit off the air more than anything else. Like, could if I asked you to tell me what are the three things that Jim Bob Cooter did to help this team the most, could you name the first one? Um, I'll be honest, I I couldn't even give you his title. Passing game coordinator. Okay, well he sat in on. I one thing I learned about Doug, and I think a lot of coaches do this, but um. I forget who was telling me too, but he will, he'll be like, like as they're going into the game plan, you know, like for the week, like they'll be like, all right, you two handle these runs, short yardage, you two guys, hey, you're handling the deep passes. You're, but, and then we all come together and talk right. about it. And you present what you think we should run. About. I thought that was pretty interesting, right? Like to, to uh, you know, have that, you know, it's not, hey, this is what we're running. Boom, learn it. 
You know what I mean? It was more like, all right, let's work together and figure out what you think. So focus on that. So I'm sure he had a a a, a, a role that was important. I'm sure he did too. Don't no get doubt. me wrong, right? But it's like day to day, I couldn't tell you what yeah. what that means. What no, is the passing he, game coordinator doing day to day? Well, I don't know. probably just putting together the passing strategy for the upcoming game. And just focusing on sure, that, but, you know? but and then being a sounding board he, for the coach. Does the his co- input there supersede Press Taylor, who was the actual no, offensive coordinator? No, no. I think I think there is a. I don't know because I'm. I'd be guessing here, but there's a hierarchy, right? Yeah. It's Doug. It's Press. It's Jim Bob Cooter, and then whoever Mike McCoy else is yeah, quarterback coach. Yeah, that, that seems logical anyway, right? You would think. You know, the OC's got a big say. Again, I'm not trying to knock Jim Bob Cooter. No, I just, not I think at all. we're all no, looking at no, like, hey, no, the, the great no. thing, we brought this up so many times. Yeah. You just heard David Tepper in Carolina talk about this. You In today's NFL, it behooves you to have an offensive-minded head coach. Yeah. Because if, if it all flows from Doug Peterson, and he can delegate because, hey, he has got the pull yep. with that Super Bowl ring of his – to get a Jim Bob Cooter, who's a former offensive coordinator, to come in right. at the level of passing game coordinator, you right. know, what? Like, just be part of what's going on here. And Doug can parcel it out. Like, in the end, it's still his vision, right, yep. for the offense. You do this, yeah. you do this, you do this. I'm going to delegate a lot of this stuff. But in the end, he's got final say on all of it. Yeah. yeah. And he's going to come in that. and yep. they can take your offensive coordinator. They can take your passing game coordinator. They can do all that. And it's not going to kill Peterson you. Peterson isn't going anywhere. No, right. 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 Like that's going to remain stable in the organization, right. even if all the offensive assistants move in and out right. of the city here a- for the next As few opposed years. to hypothetical Sean McDermott, defensive coach, right? His offense coordinators could be taken. Then you got to find sure. a new Brian one. Dable. Yeah. What? Right. Brian Dable. There, there you he go. goes. Right. So now you got to replace him, right? And, Exactly. Know. You maybe know, it's like, not as maybe not as challenging to replace a defense coordinator as it is an offense coordinator because your quarterback's so important to your team's success. Right. And and all the rules are geared towards, geared towards your success. offense having right. success. Yeah, you totally. know, so it just it really seems like that's the way to go in today's yep. NFL. Glad that the Jags have done it with the guy that they finally hit on. Here. Yeah. Um, no, by right. the way, I, I mentioned the other day mm-hmm. it's gonna do the Fred Taylor giveaway, right? Yeah. Didn't really like the way, uh, what I had in mind. I think I've come up with a great way oh. to do the Fred Taylor autograph flip card giveaway. And if I don't forget, I'll tell you right after this break exactly how you remind can you. enter for that. Tom will remind me. But I have ADD too, so Tony, you got to remind me. Tom, remind me, to remind me, and then when you remind me, I got to remember what it was that I was going <laughs> to say. That's right. Which is also an issue. E, I'll tell you what it was on the break so you can Bit. whisper in my ear. But I think I really think I've come up with oh, a cool. great way – uh, to potentially give this away. And I'm going to give folks, like, the next week to send their one entry oh, in. Okay? Ooh. So, if you if you don't catch it today, I'll repeat it okay. on the show, like, on Monday or Tuesday, whatever the case. Beautiful. But by the end of next week, we'll have a winner uh, heading into Super Bowl 57 for that uh, pretty cool piece of memorabilia. All right, Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, Tom McManus, and E.T., you're listening to Jaguars today. Happy Doug Peterson Day, everybody, from 1010XL 92.5 FM. Mackin' with Tom McManus, brought to you by Renewal by Anderson, a better way to a better window on 1010XL. Weren't you going to tell me something? Yes. You're going to come out, you're going to announce the way you're giving away the uh, flip card of Freddie T. So you remembered without even asking Tony. I did. I'm impressed. (laughs) (sighs) Must have just come together at the right time. Do you remember how I was going to do it? I do. 
I heard a little bit of it. All right. I, I actually remember. So cool. I'm just checking to see if you did, though. Yeah. Appreciate I was, you. I was working in here, but I heard a little bit of My it. My backup with his $2,500 headphones this week. This guy. <laughs> Ooh. Love him. About uh, that. <laughs> all right. Here's what we're going to do. Okay. Um, I'll give it like a week. Okay. Listen very carefully. I, I When I put the rules out there, there's no deviating from them. Okay. Right. You can only send one email. If right. you send an email and go, oh, I forgot something. I'm sorry. Please apologize. You're done. Right. It's over. If you send one email without what is needed to be in that email, you're done. What if they resend same? Cannot resend. How no are you going to know? How are you going to know? How am I going to know? It's going to be in check? my inbox. You're going to check the, the. Oh, I do it every time. Okay. I'm used to doing this. I get hundreds of these. Okay. And I always, you know, when it gets so down to the finalist. If you see a duplicate, you're out. If I get two saying. from the same person. Okay. On this, they're out. They are out. Yeah. Okay. So if you try to send another one from another email address Ooh. and give you all your same info, oh, that won't help right. you either. I don't think you're going to want to try to enter this one twice anyway. Right. Okay. It's going to be too much work for you. Okay. To do it. All right. So uh, anyway, we get the the flip cards, which are just you know basically little uh, like card stock thing. You you fold them over. One side is Jags offense, opponents defense. The other side is Jags defense, opponents offense. Yep. All the rosters, pronunciation guides, yep. what have you. Okay. You flip it over one side or the other. That's why it's called a flip card. So um, when the Jags beat the Titans to win the division, got Freddie T to sign, and yep. um, we gave that one away. And I forget e- exactly how we did it. Yep. You know, probably one of those "Why do you deserve this?" Yep. kind of thing. Okay, going to turn it around. Right. Yep. Send one email. To Mike D at 1010XL.com. Now, if you're going to tweet me, text me, whatever, you can go back and listen to the program again. Right, it doesn't count. I'm not going to tell you offline how to enter this contest. This is for people who are listening right. to the show. Right. So, hey, I missed the show. How do I enter? Yep. Go back and listen to the show. Yep. That, that is the answer. Yep. Okay. So, one email, subject line, Fred. That's it. Nothing but the word Fred okay. in the subject oh, line. Geez, this is getting really specific. Okay. This is I, my oh, ADD. I'd be look, like, this is, and that's the, there, why. There why Tom? There? If I got three hundred of these to go through, <laughs> it's easy to eliminate no, half I of know, them for I not know. following the rules. I'd be out. It's simple. I'm out. It's I'm Tom, like Tom's done. Tom's I'm, out, I'm out. <laughs> Maybe the greatest scene in Seinfeld history. Honestly, right? Is it not? It's fantastic. It may be the best, best scene in Seinfeld One history. I'm out. I'm out. Was it five minutes? Something like that. It was quick. like five minutes. It was pretty quick. Anyway, go back and watch. All right. Yeah, so right. here are the rules. They're like, shut up, Tom. I need the rules. All right. Here you go. Send an email to Mike D at 1010XL.com. Subject line Fred. Okay. In this email, other than, you know, your greeting and your signature, which I need you to include a phone number in to be able to reach you if necessary. Treat me like I am a prospective Hall of Fame voter. And you have one chance to get Fred Taylor into the Hall of Fame. You have 100 words or less to do it. You make your case for Fred Taylor to be in the Hall of Fame in 100 words or less. You don't have to use all 100, but I will count if there are paragraphs and paragraphs of stuff. All the people go, I know you said 100, but... In done. the file. Yeah, don't in say the file, that. In McManus's do file. Do not say that. But they they do. Yeah. But they shouldn't. And they, they I know you and said by the this, way, but I just couldn't do that. counting towards your hundred. Yes, yeah. it is. Right. <laughs> all, every word. So 100 words, I will count yep. if it gets there. Right. I'll, I'll, first, I'll, I'll narrow it down to like five that I yep. love, and then I'll 
yeah. apply and make sure that they all kind of like when the, the kids go, "Hey, Dad, can I ask a question?" I'm like, "Just ask it." You just did. You already asked just one. Ask, right? Ask yeah. You want to ask another one? You say, <laughs> "Yeah, it was good. Good job." Now ask yeah. another one. Ask. Right. Yes. Yes. Oh, you, oh, you want to ask another yeah, one? Right. <laughs> Shut you up. Want to ask two? No. <laughs> Dad, yeah. I want to ask two questions. Okay, cool. Go All on. right, so simple. Mike D at 1010XL.com. Yep. Subject line, Fred. Fred. Um, Number. You can say, hello, Mike. You don't have to. You don't have to say any greeting. Does that count as the character? No, that okay. doesn't count. There's no – it's or not words. a – it's a word count. Words, 100 words. Character. You are addressing me as a Hall of Fame voter, which I am not, and don't assume I know anything about Fred Taylor's career. Okay. You, you have to make your case. This is the only 100 words you get, and it's got to stand up against – all the Hall of Fame candidates out there, why does Freddie T belong in the Hall of Fame? But instead of doing it, why do you deserve to get this piece of memorabilia? Sure, no, right. Let's make this about Fred. Yeah. Right? I Ooh. got my answer. What you got? Can I? I'm yeah. not even going to. You go right ahead. Say. I would say it's simple. 4.6. What does that mean, Tom? 4.6 yards per carry. Only two players in the history of the NFL averaged that with over 2,500 carries in their entire career. Fred Taylor's one of them. You know who the other one is? Uh, Jim Brown. Nope. Uh, Jamal Charles. Nope. Who, what was the, the Barry. how many carries? Four point oh, Barry Sanders. A career of 4.6 yards per carry with over 2,500 attempts in your career. It's Fred Taylor and Barry Sanders. All right. That's good. I mean, My counterpoint is they, they pulled Fred at the goal line, so all those one-yard runs didn't bring his average down. Okay. I'm just messing with you. No, there's <laughs> some truth. They they did take him out. I don't know why. For don't Barry know why. Sanders, by but the way. Now, now the they f- did. Now. See, Barry, way overrated. <laughs> yeah. Way overrated. Now, the Barry flip Sanders. side of that is if Freddie doesn't have that serious injury. I mean, the groin injury was sure. serious. You know, he missed a Look, lot of time. Let's be clear. You could add. We all a here lot believe Fred Taylor should oh, be in no, the Hall of Fame, right? I'm just, I just want to be clear more than 100 words, damn Why is he arguing against Fred Taylor? Because we're having fun yeah, on a sports yeah, talk yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, we're chatty. Chatty people, we are. Chatty. And and I know chatty. McManus couldn't get the rest of the rules right anyway, so he could you know, say whatever I was probably over right 100, now. I think, there, because I kind of I don't know if you were, yeah. but the, the part about what do you mean by that, Tom? I don't know if that part was <laughs> necessary. Like, you could have, you know, gone to Grammarly or something right. like that. You know, and just cut that exactly. down. So. Yeah. <laughs> but but I that like would it. be mine. That's oh, mine. 4.6 is a great calling card. I mean, you know what? Mm. Uh, and I don't even want to say what I think the best arguments are because I don't want people to then go, oh, well, if I put what he thinks is the best arguments, I'm going to win. You no, make no. your own no, argument. Make your own, man. There's plenty of great arguments for Fred Taylor to be in the Pro oh, Football Hall of Fame. No doubt. And, uh, you know, if you don't believe it, you better make a convincing damn argument about yeah. it. And I, what I'll do is I've got that photo, like, of Fred in the moment yep. at, right after he signed it. And uh, I don't have it have it at the house right now. But he signed, he did a hashtag Duval Till We Die on there. You nice. Know, he, a lot of times he said he signs Fred Taylor. Sometimes he puts, like, number 28. Doesn't do a whole spiel. Like, when he did right. the Titans game, he did Pride of the Jaguars, did all this stuff. And, cool. and, and so he did the same with this one, kind of personalized it a nice. little bit. So, Very yeah, nice. It'd be pretty cool. That'll be a great little bit of, of memorabilia. Yeah, I mean, right. it's just one of a kind from, yeah. from arguably the greatest uh, game in Jaguars history. Right. The, All right, so keys, the, the the subject line must only read Fred. Yes. Capital F, doesn't or does matter. it matter? Doesn't matter. And don't forget to leave your number. And have a phone number in phone there. Number. Absolutely, that's big. And then keep it in 100 words or less. Yeah, perfect. You don't have to use all 100. Boom. Right, no. you don't have to use all 100. Right. Yeah. That's it. Just make a case for Fred Taylor for the whole thing. There you go. So, um, and nice. uh, that's a great way. And to do it. I'll, I'll remind uh, at least a couple of times 
uh, yeah. early next week. You and might want to put that on Twitter, I would think. I don't know. No, See, you don't. Wanna, it just, oh, just for the this listeners. This guy doesn't go with the rules. No, it's people <laughs> listening with to the, the show. Right. Right. So, yeah. so you got to do it multiple not times. Not everybody can listen live, right. right? But that's fine. We're not asking you to send it in this moment. Right. So be careful. You know, take your time. You got a few days. You don't have to you say got time. First one to send it in does not gain that an advantage. That doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. No. I feel like you're just an echo chamber. Right? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just trying to drive the points home. Thank you. <laughs> My man. We're a PR McManus, guy, man. That's all. All right, uh, let's do this. Let's come back and let's talk about some of the best Doug Peterson moments or Doug Peterson-related moments okay. of the year sure. uh, through the eyes of the listening audience as well as our own. Like yep. what stood out to us about Doug this year, a singular moments in time. Tony Smith will take you around the National Football League as well as we roll along on this Friday. Tom McManus is in studio. Tony Smith, E.T., Mike Dempsey all here with you. It's Jaguars today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Mac in the Middle, Tom McManus. Brought to you by Renewal by Anderson. A better way to a better window on 1010XL. On the uh, text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. All that for a Freddie T card? Blank that, I'm out. All that one email that it would wow, take you to write to, to try to win a Freddie T. You're right, I should just give it to you for your witty retort on the text line. Yeah. Like that, I'm out. Sorry, okay. we didn't just make it color five. Right? Oh, darn it! Yeah. I, 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 next time, next time, then the Jags come back from 27 down in the playoffs. That we with made a historic it, victory. Right? That we made it a competition with some kind of merit to win the award. Hey, you know? Yeah. How dare you? You know, the, to honor Freddie in yeah. the process, but color five next time. <laughs> next time, but that'll have to be another 27 point down home comeback against the Chargers, yeah, right. specifically. But the next time we get one of those, yeah. if I remember to have Fred sign, we'll do caller number five. All of that. Hmm. I wonder if it was the subject line that really did Might have been that. You Might know have what I mean? That. Or you the know, phone number. wanted to put Fred T, and you're not going to take that. Right. So I can't add T. to put Taylor in I'm there. I'm not Freddy. 101 words. What are you, nuts? <laughs> the only thing that could have made that comeback better, oh, well. although everything was great, but because we're honoring Fred Taylor, if it was a 28-point comeback. Mm. That would have been that better, right? But they been. had to score 28 to overtake them. I, and I think I'm good with 20, what we they did. They had outscored by 28. I'm pretty <laughs> right. good with what we did as well. E. Should we change it? 128 words or less? No. Oh, jeez. That would really throw no. people into a ruckus. <laughs> all right. Let's move along here, uh, shall we? Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Um, what's your favorite Doug Peterson moment from the last Like year? moment? Uh, yeah. Or, or, or something that stands out to you. Yeah. Like uh, interaction, whatever. Yeah. Whatever you I got. don't know. I, I mean, I met him, which was cool. He's a really nice guy. Uh, during the alumni weekend, we went to practice. I I think the the and and I don't know. I I think for me with Doug, which I really like, is man, he takes all the brunt. You know what I mean? He doesn't talk bad about anybody. He doesn't cast the blame on anybody. Not even his staff. He'll just it's all him. You know, and he serves his team. He's a leader, and I think that's that's a really big part of Doug Peterson you know I think he's really humbled and grounded and I know he's a big faith guy I think that's a big part of it but I think he's just you know the way he handles things the way he leads that team um I mean that's you'd, you'd want to play for a coach like that you know sure. what I mean you what know? about you Tone 
Yeah, I'm, I mean, speaking to, you know, what, Tommy, you said there, I said this yesterday on the show, the ability of Doug Peterson to calm everything down, even in the midst of what could be chaos, yep. right? Like, I think that's probably his greatest quality as a coach is that he allows the guys to be who they are, right? Yep. Like, your personality doesn't get muted playing right. for a Doug Peterson team, but it gets pushed in the right direction Always, right? It's what he did in Philadelphia. It's what he's done for a year here in Jacksonville. And it's hard to pick a moment where it's that kind of thing, right? But it is when you walk in the room and you tell those guys, look, we're going to be getting ready to play games in January, which means you got to be ready to go on the road and play Kansas City and play Buffalo and play Cincinnati. That's what we got to build here in this room now, right? And that's the first time that he's talking to these guys. He's putting that – Kind of met. This is where we have to be. Yeah. By the time we get to the end of this, and you you make it clear. Yeah. Right. This is the path that we have to right. follow. Right. No. Right. And then you guide them along that path. I think that leadership. I. In a calm demeanor too. Yeah. I I I kind of liken it to and and people are gonna take this the wrong way. Like, oh, you're such an am. But look, I grew up in a uh, a home of tough love, so there were spankings. Like when I was younger, not when I was older, but when I was younger, if I got in trouble. Or if my dad had to come home from work and we didn't do something in school we should have done or we sure. talked back or whatever, we got cracked. I mean, that was just the way I was raised. A lot of love, a lot of affection, but when you got in trouble. So I raised my girls in a similar way. Now, I didn't have to spank them all the time, but I would spank them. But I, I've always been enamored, and it turned out fantastic. My mm-hmm. girls are, are, are awesome. Um, I've always been enamored with the parent that didn't have to do that, like never I, I never spanked. And not that, look, there's no book. You, you raise your right, kids how yeah. you think you should raise your kids, and you hope for the best, right? You do what you think's right. But I always, I always equate or liken Doug to that. He's that parent that doesn't have to raise his voice. It doesn't have to threaten with a spanking or quote-unquote violence, if you will. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But he gets it done because you know he's got to hold them accountable. He has to. It will never work. He just does it in a different way. Mm-hmm. That to me is really impressive, and I'm used to the yellers. Sorry, Dev. Yeah. I even said this to Coffin. I interviewed him on the on the relevant app the other week. I said, "You were always a yeller. That never bothered me. You could yell at me all you want. It all it did was make me mad. Like because I got yelled at when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. If I didn't do the right thing, I got yelled at or whatever. So I just think it's I think his calm, cool demeanor with the accountability, with getting guys to trust. I mean, all that combined that. That's a powerful leader right there, man. I think that's what Doug Peterson is. E.T., what you got? I'm somewhere in between this is not an overnight fix, because it kind of was. <laughs> and um, so what, now what? Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm kind of in between those. That's two. a good one. So what, now what is a, is a really good one. You know, um, let's not get caught up in having a little bit of success and their bigger goals out in front of this football team. Uh, I, he probably felt that way. You know, after right. the Chargers game. I mean, maybe not in the immediate five minutes after the Chargers yeah. game, you know, but, like, right. okay. Yeah. But we're not here. We're not happy to be here against Kansas City. Yeah. We're here to win right. this football game. Yeah. Uh, I would say, Tom, and, and, like, I don't love when athletes, you know, go to their religion. That It's not like, like God's choosing your side over the other guy's no, side. No, right? no, I mean, definitely. But, but when yeah. you mention faith, like, Doug Peterson brought that up in his post-game yep. comments after the Chargers game. Let's make this the 10-10 take, E. Oh, 
10, 10, 10, 10, take. Now, Mike Dempsey's 10, 10, take. Brought to you by Northern Tool. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. We're made for this. Yeah, bottom line, it was just, I think it's echoing what you're saying. He's the same in that moment. He's the same guy that, yeah, it, look, you get excited. It's hard to believe. We've all seen the picture of him with his hands on his head when the Riley Patterson field goal goes through. It's not that you don't get excited. You don't get up. You don't enjoy the rush of emotion. But he's the same guy, and you know how important that is yeah. as, as a football player. Absolutely. Don't lie to me. Tell me Tell me the truth. Yep. Tell me something. Be consistent. Be consistent. Yep. Fair. And, and that, to me, that, that post game against the Chargers, to me, was like, the embodiment of all of that, you know, we, you know, we talked about it all season long. It's the same guy in and out, but here you are, and I mean, we're talking about, we're going nuts. This is arguably the greatest game in the franchise's history. Yeah. You went from three and seven to this, like you know, we just one play at a time, chipping. Mm-hmm. He's the same exact guy in that moment that he is when you're three and seven and you're losing it. Don't panic. It's gonna be fine. Listen to what I'm saying. We can still get to where we need to go. And yep. I think that, you know, that aspect of his demeanor is what is, the, to me, the, maybe the biggest key to his success yeah, this and year. I think he's real, you know. Like, you think about it. Like, um, you know, I wasn't always a big fan of the whole when we were going through the two or three and seven, two and six, you know, the whole, hey, it's a one-score game. I'm like, a lot of games are one-score games. You're just not winning. I don't – you know what I mean? But there is some merit to that where he's saying, hey, we're close. You know, hey, don't give – don't lose faith. Don't lose, you know, you know, trust in what we're doing here. Let's keep it together one game at a time. It's going to switch. It's going to flip, right? Mm-hmm. And then it does. Um, but, uh, you know, that takes – again, I, I think that's part of the way he presents it that makes them believe, right? The players believe him. The players trust. It's the way he – Acts. That's one thing about leadership, man. You, it's not an act. You are who you are, and you sh- that should reflect in your leadership skills. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's not an act. You're not like walking out the door. You're a totally different person when you walk in. No, you're the you're the same person walking in or walking out. So, I think Doug's like that too. You know, play, look again. Trust players. Tr- when you trust your coach, you believe in your coach. You believe in the staff. You're gonna do every everything and anything. To take what it takes to win. All right, we'll get a few calls on this uh, in a moment and uh, some of your social media responses as well to the Chad and Sandy Real Estate Question of the Day, asking you for your favorite Doug Peterson moment from the last year. But first, Tony Smith takes you around the National Football League. Now, gems around the NFL, brought to you by Beaches Jewelry and Pawn in Jack's Beach. Las Vegas Raiders general manager Dave Ziegler was asked about the future of quarterback Derek Carr, who was benched with two weeks remaining in the regular season, and reports that Carr would be traded after that benching quickly surfaced. When asked about Carr by Sirius XM NFL Radio from the Senior Bowl on Thursday, Ziegler said, quote, I think here this week at the Senior Bowl, obviously everybody's here. This is a good time to have those conversations. There's going to be people interested in Derek Carr. There's no doubt about that. He's been a good football player in this league for quite some time. Like I said, he's a phenomenal human being, and we'll kind of see where it goes. End quote. Derek Carr uh, was pretty vocal about not expecting to be back in Vegas last night if you were watching the Pro Bowl games uh, from his own side of that account. San Francisco head coach Kyle Shanahan and general manager John Lynch have both expressed their support of the league, allowing teams to have an emergency third quarterback available. 
to deal with the situation the 49ers saw in the NFC Championship game last week when both Brock Purdy and Josh Johnson were injured during the game. And Kansas City head coach Andy Reid said yesterday that wide receiver Mecole Hardman is doubtful to play in the Super Bowl next week with a hip injury. All right, thank you, Tony. That'll take you around the National Football League. Uh, Joe Mixon's story is, ooh, who knows? Uh, you right. know, We yeah. don't know what, what happened, but it is strange. We, we just so happen to have a lawyer on our show last night, right? He's oh, one, okay. He's a fantasy football analyst, but he's also a lawyer. Okay. And he actually practices in the state of Ohio. Oh, boy. And actually deals, he said, this charge, aggravated menacing, is one of the ones he deals with more than any other. No kidding. Right. So he really wow. had a, a kind of, a, his name's Drew Davenport. You can find him at Drew Davenport FF. He did a whole thread okay. on uh, Twitter about it. But there were a couple of things that stood out to me about it, uh, including, it's very odd. Like, so they're going to investigate this. They're going to decide on charges, and then they're going to decide to drop them the next day. What, why would they wait till the next day? Like, yeah. what, if you're really – and maybe they will today. I don't know. Yeah, I saw some they're going to be dropped today. Well, that's what his agent, agent is saying, right. I don't know if the agent no, right. is, is – does he have a direct line to the judge? Does he yeah. know, you know – I don't know, but, like, so I asked, I said, so, okay, the agent says the charges against Mixon are going to be dropped, but if Mixon gets pulled over tonight for an illegal lane change, he's going to jail, isn't he? Yes. Because they haven't, why would you, like, if you know you're going to drop the charges, why would you leave an active warrant out on a person overnight? That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. The other one was, when Cincinnati put out a note, they said, we're aware of the misdemeanor charge yeah. against Joe Mixon. It's like they're trying to minimize it. He's accused of waving a gun in a woman's face saying he sh- is going to shoot her in the face and yeah. the cops won't do anything about it. That's what he's accused of. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's a misdemeanor or a felony. Wasn't just, he? Didn't he drill the chick in the face he, at Oklahoma? He punched a, a young lady in, in the a, face in a, in a restaurant. restaurant. Yes, yeah. she put her hands no, on I him. Know. Yeah, I know. But I'm not. I'm not I trying know. to make an no, excuse. I'm, I'm just, just same guy. Though. You know, it's not like he guy. just walked up randomly and hit someone. But yes, he he right. basically broke the jaw of a young co-ed in yeah. uh, Oklahoma. Well. And so, uh, look, I, that doesn't mean he's guilty of this. No, I'm not no at all. Idea. Not at all. I just wanted to come. I would just hope that, like, if somebody got got accused of something as serious as that with Jacksonville that the Jags wouldn't try to minimize. Go, oh, it's only a misdemeanor. Yeah. You know, it's only That's serious, man, if that's true. Right. I mean, but it is – and a first-degree misdemeanor is what the charge would be is the most serious kind of misdemeanor yeah. uh, in the Ohio court system, whatever the case yeah. may be. So I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, that's a wild story, though. It is. But immediately, you're right. You think, well, Joe Mixon does have a history of, of – It'll factor Assaulting in. a woman. It'll factor into it. You know, and who knows? I haven't, I haven't seen if, anything today about right. any yeah. charges being dropped. You would think if the charges were going to be dropped, yeah, no. they, yeah. they would probably well, want to get to that. It'll factor in. I don't know if it'll factor in legally, yeah. right, with whatever's going to happen with Joe, but it's going to factor in with how the public reacts to Joe Mixon being in this situation. Yeah. Right? That we all have seen the video, and it's still out there for you to watch with what happened when he was in college. Yeah. Yeah. And now you have this other situation where he's being right. accused of waving a, waving a gun in a young lady's face. I mm. mean, it's, yeah, the public is going to react to that in a probably pretty predictable way, Yeah, right, that it's that guy being accused yeah, of that Yeah, the NFL's got to figure out how to handle that. I mean, you, you even take, like, and I don't want to compare, but, like, like, 
Like Ridley being out for the whole year and what he did just seems crazy. Like, and then you compare. Now I'm not saying Joe Mixon should be out. I'm not saying that. I'm not trying to compare the two, but mm-hmm. it just seems like what's more point. serious. Like, right? come on, like yeah. that that stuff. You know, you gotta you gotta put a hard line on that. In my opinion, if it's all true, if it's true that he pulled out a gun and waved it in a girl's face and threatened to shoot her in the face, and then said the cops won't, won't touch do it. Me. I mean that. They, that's got to be punishment. I don't know what that means, but it's got to be something. Well, the league can certainly punish yeah. you even if you're not charged with a crime. They've shown no, that I know. they're I know. able to do that. And again, I don't know. Maybe it's a whole completely made-up money grab. I don't know. Could but, be. But yeah. he was charged, yeah. and a warrant was put out for him. So yeah. they, the police must have taken it seriously to some point, and, and up to this point have not rescinded that charge. At least, but they that, haven't that gone. Has been and made given public. It. Like they haven't gone and what do you what do you do when you have a like a like warrant? You go and collect I, well, the person, don't you? Or they not turn themselves I think in. You're there all the time. You watch TV. Like cops pull somebody over. Oh, you've got an active warrant out. They're not chasing down every warrant, right? But if you get pulled over, right. bing, you're Boom. getting popped. Right, right, right. At least that's my yeah. You know, okay. Like I have any expertise in this? Yeah, field, I don't. You know, I'm don't. not a. Uh, I had a miss. You know. Misdemeanors before. So. <laughs> do we want to? Do we want to continue? No, All no. right, let's go to uh, Charles on the west side. Let's Forget change the subject. It. Get back to Doug Peterson <laughs> Day here in Jacksonville. Charles, you're on Jaguars today. Go ahead, please, sir. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Great to be with you. Um, you know, my after the bad years and the inane happy talk after losses, my favorite Doug Peterson moment was the. Uh, the post-conference, uh, post-game after uh, Kansas City loss, where he said that the same mistakes that killed us earlier in the year um, came back and got us this time, but and we're going to address that, you know, and just the, you know, the honesty and the quiet confidence. I loved it, you know. I appreciate that. Was that. My favorite. No, and look, and it's he didn't just say, oh, you know what. Pretty damn good year for the Jaguars, huh? We made it to the final eight in the NFL. Nobody yeah. thought we'd get here. Pretty, you know what? It, it, you're right in that he was like, "We should have won." Right? Could have been better. Yeah, it's what you need, Tom. It, like, totally can't be satisfied with making the playoffs. I mean, after the fact, you can go. You know what? Pretty special. Went from three and seven to division champs, swept Tennessee. Yeah, massive comeback. Battled Kansas City. Had a chance with Kansas it's not, City. It's not a season to be unproud of. No, right? but but in that moment, yeah. I mean, the way to become a champion is to not settle for anything but being a champion. That's right. That's you know? right. And look again, like as we said, they they had a shot at that game, the last game against the Chiefs. Chiefs mm-hmm. made the plays, and we didn't. That's what it comes down to. They made a few more than we did. So, um, uh, how are you guys feeling about the Super Bowl? <sighs> right now, I'm leaning Philly, but. You know, I've got a week to think. Here's about a it. question for you: You starting a team? Which Kelsey are you taking first? How old's Jason? I think they're about a year apart or something. Are they? Like yeah. They, he, I I'm didn't taking, know he had five Pro Bowls already. I'm taking. No, I mean all Pro, not Pro Bowl. I'm all taking pro. Travis. Are you all yeah. day? Yeah. I mean, me too. You can get by me with three. You can get by with whatever. Your quarterback's going to help your protection. Like you know, I don't think the Jags had the best offensive line, but Trevor got rid of it. Fast, like two and a half yeah. seconds. I'll go right? find a Luke mm. Fortner. You ain't gonna find a Kelsey like G- that. Give me exactly. Luke will hold down the Fortner right? Right? for years, but he was Travis, the worst in pass he'll protection. Hold down the and, and did you feel like it was a tragedy? Like, did you no, feel like no, watching it no, week I to felt, week? No, because sack wise, they were pretty good overall. Right, right. Because you can, you can. I don't think you can. 
Kelsey's the best Kelsey center in the is. league. I think he could make an argument. Probably that. so. Yeah. Well, I just and think Travis he, is the best tight end. Uh, Travis is two years younger. Younger. Oh well, that makes it even. Easier. But even if they were the yeah. same age, uh, and by the way, interior offensive lineman can age very well, very yeah. gracefully. You know, yeah. I would. I, that's what I would go. That's yeah. a good question, though. No, because I, I, I mean, obviously having a center that good, that big, that fast, and I mean, he's really good. He makes that whole line, yeah, no doubt, work. Plus, team All Pro five of the last six years. I mean, that's what about Kelsey? I mean, what about Kelsey? What about Travis he's got Kelsey? four. He's got four. <laughs> four first team All Pros. Yeah, I think so. Surprised it's that few. That's yeah. it? Yeah, Honestly. that's crazy. Yeah, he's um, been a pro bowler every year since 2015. Four first-team All-Pros. Yeah. Does that include this oh, year? Gronk that was, includes this year. Gronk okay. was still yeah, that's true. Gronk was still Gronk around. Gronk was around, yeah. right. Yeah, Gronk. but still. I, I mean, obviously, you can't, I don't think there's you, a bad who answer. Who would you take? I don't know. I keep leaning towards Chase in the center. You sure. know, I, I mean, look, Travis is phenomenal. There's no doubt about it, but. I just change. I, I think I'm, he, I'm he's big, more yeah. impactful in today's game. You know, the way things are, you know, Still passing game oriented. Yeah. He's going to go down probably. And him and Mahomes are really good together. Oh, they're fantastic. Sure. Right. Look, it, obviously, it's a benefit playing with Patrick Mahomes. There's no and question about it. Benefit right. Benefit playing with Travis. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. It's amazing that the genetics, genetics in that family are pretty damn strong. Not too shabby. Jeez, Not too know? shabby. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll talk more about that, obviously, next week. Yeah, and uh, maybe we'll do some kind of prediction contest if that's not too taxing. The, the I don't know why. Well, we probably just do caller five. <laughs> what, whatever, whatever money I, I have in my that. wallet, caller five right now. Uh, you'll be sadly disappointed. <laughs> don't waste your dial. All right, we'll come back uh, and let's go through the reactions we got on social media today to cool. your favorite Doug Peterson moment signed a year ago today to be the head coach of your Jacksonville Jaguars. So this is uh, day one of year two is yeah. what this is uh, yeah. going on the Doug Peterson era in Jacksonville, Florida. You're listening to Jaguars today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. You're Mackin' with Tom McManus, brought to you by Renewal by Anderson, a better way to a better window on 1010XL. All right, Gunter's Millions, Gunther's Millions. That's your show right now? Get out last night. Netflix? Netflix. It's about a German Shepherd. It's loaded with money. He's got oodles of cash. Oodles. Uh, Four hundred million. Is the whole thing on Netflix right now, or they do like once a week? You know, I'm not that in depth to how they release those. (laughs) How many episodes have you watched? One, just the pilot, I guess. Last night, Gunther's millions. Gunther's a dog who was allegedly left like four hundred million dollars in someone's will. Allegedly, yes. I I mean, I think it's real. Well, 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 because we're we're not quite sure. Yeah, but then it turns into some kind of cult-like thing. So we haven't gotten there yet. I, we shut it after off after one. Well, if there's a dog with half a billion dollars or thereabouts, uh, yeah, I he's flying private. Like he's got real estate holdings. People join cults with a lot less payoff, right? So true. Not that surprising. Yeah, right. That right. they go after Gunther. Well, he's got millions. like a PR guy. He's got like a guy managing his money. He's got like all, 27 employees under this trust. What a scam for the dog. Like, yeah. what do you need if you're Gunther, really? Steak? You need some fresh steak? Right. He's right. eating vegetables. I mean, he eats off a plate of steak and vegetables at the table. You got to burn through that money somehow. I guess. <laughs> right? I mean. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes interest, too, so it's not like. When, when you know, you're fired as his assistant to the PR rep, right. um, you don't want there to be any cash left over. You want to have gotten your piece. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Uh, I told you I'm watching Physical 100. Yeah, yeah. Which is like I the, forgot about that one. Kind of like the. 
real American uh, gladiators, but not American. Uh, no, it's like Squid Game without the murder. Squid Game, right? Squid Game without the murder yep. is how we would uh, describe that. But uh, anyway, four episodes on Netflix. If you want to watch uh, a bunch of uh, the fittest people in Korea beat huh. the snot out of each other, okay. you can watch that. <laughs> I kind of enjoy that. Yeah. So at least I have so far. You yeah. Know? It's just basically they're getting together for these extreme fitness challenges. Yeah. You know, where uh, sometimes they literally go head to head against another person in mm-hmm. a uh, like a combat style yeah. situation. So I'm not really, like, I love the fights, right? I do. But I'm not a real big when a guy gets his face all mashed up. You know what I mean? I hear you. There's like, not a whole lot of face mashing in You know this. what I mean? Like yeah. when you're on top of them, just pounding this, them. This is more earth, pick like, up people and throw them around uh, okay. a little battle pit nice. kind of stuff. It's, it's been pretty decent. And I threw my brothers around. Now it's like exactly. big enough. You would have loved this. Yeah, perfect. Um, here we go. Uh, the Jaguars Today question of the day presented by Chad and Sandy Real Estate. Chad and Sandy Real Estate, multiple offers on your home in three days or they'll sell it for free. You can find out more by going to chadandsandy.com. The Jaguars Today question of the day, what was your favorite Doug Peterson related moment from the past year? A lot of people sending little video clips, which I can't watch right now right. so I, I don't know exactly what they're about but i'll check them out later um mary said the day he accepted the position to be head coach was her Good favorite one. um scott said the duval in the locker room the mindset of so what now what if the cultural change he brought can be a moment that's it for me hell now players want to be here come here and stay here yeah. right it doesn't yeah it doesn't have to be a specific moment but it can be yeah. kind of that yeah that you know it, Hey, as some pointed out, he actually knows how to say Duval. Right. Huh. That's a Duval. Big, big Duval. Duval, Tony. That town. Here in the 904 in Duval. Uh, Chris Giano said every moment he did this, and it's a photo of uh, Doug and Trevor on the sideline going over a play sheet. Yep. It's like, hey, getting coached in the middle of the game. Yeah. What a concept. That's amazing. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jonathan said when he was hired, all the jokes were about his love for ice cream. I'm just shocked we didn't hear more ice cream jokes. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I like that was like a big thing. It was in off season mini camp OTAs, whatever the case may be. I'd totally forgotten about yeah, it. I never got any ice cream. I didn't get any ice cream either. It didn't stick like bologna sandwiches, I guess, huh? Oh, no, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, Danny doesn't do ice cream. Now you're onto something. <laughs> right? They had the Maroni right. bologna. Uh acknowledging the past with the current roster on how the Titans and Jaguars is a rivalry, uh, the low lights, the words, putting together, you know, video presentation. Yep. Buying into the history of the franchise a little yeah. bit and, and trying to impress upon these players why this, in addition to, hey, you can win a division, why this means yeah. more yeah. To their, or it should mean yep. more to you. And I Definitely. love that. I love that when Josh Allen said, I came here, they said, we hate the Titans. Love yeah. that. Yeah. You know? Well, more players invested. Mayonnaise-eating like people. Exactly, Although I Tom. like mayonnaise, but I don't Yeah, but like not that. straight out of the jar no. on the bus, yeah. for goodness <laughs> sakes. Yeah, like a that, big that, that. spoon. Uh, a lot of people say going for two versus the Ravens, as the, the, you were talking yeah. about a defining moment. Sure. And he did put it on his team. You know, go out there, win it, lose it. We're, I'm going to back you. Um, when he slides those glasses down to the bridge of his nodes and starts cooking defenses, said Max, with the help of Trevor, of course. Uh, fourth and one play call versus the Chargers. Hey, uh, again, that's a Rousher call, but Peterson yeah. is the one who makes sure – Get sent in, right? Yeah. I mean, that's it's a Rousher play, right? But Peterson had the the guts to call it. Uh, the Allen put the picture of him with his hand on his hat when the Patterson field goes go. Like, what did I just see? Yeah, you know, yeah. 
I know you got confidence. I know you have belief, man. Yeah. It's still, Tommy, you're down 27 to oh. nothing in the NFL, bro. In a playoff. In a playoff game. Unbelievable. And your quarterbacks th- turned it over four, four times. Oh. Your One of your gunners had a punt doink off his helmet yeah. as your fifth turnover. It was like, you want to talk about same old Jags feeling at that moment. Um, the moment he stated he needed to rebuild the trust of his players coming off of last year, I knew he was a stand-up guy, said Rich the Butcher. Uh, getting the young roster up to speed with that video presentation on the division rival in Tennessee, they seemed inspired, yes. Uh, when he and Josh Allen hugged it out after a recent game and Doug practically squealed when he saw him, I love the genuine mutual respect and affection between Doug and the team. I hope we can, Yeah, it's good. I hope they, I say we, I hope we get it. I hope they can replicate it, Tony, yeah. right? Yeah. That Titans thing, I hadn't thought about it until it got mentioned there, but that's, that's, that's a good one. That's a big one. That is a big right? one. Yeah. Like, and for the former players, like even being in here with David and you and, yeah. the guy, and, and Jeff through the week and watching you guys react to a coach that finally is like, yeah, we hate these guys. Yep. Here's why. Yep. And that the message was received yep. loud and clear by this current iteration of the Jags and not only in that first matchup, but then to clinch a playoff spot in the Absolutely. last week of the regular season too, it's – the rivalry is back in the locker room, at least from the Jaguars' side. So, yeah, and yeah. a sweep of the Titans. We're the champs. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jags are the champs. Anyway, champs are here. You can read champs through the uh, the timeline today with all the uh, responses to the question today. It's fun uh, to yeah. look back on a successful first year. Let's let Fam Can get the last word in. Cam, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good. Excellent mnemonic management coming out of the break there, Tommy. That was impressive. And I, I would like to bounce off uh, a different approach to Kelsey I think we could have taken one day, but I'll, I'll leave that for another day. I just wanted to thank you guys for another great season of coverage, and specifically, Tom, your analysis is incredible. And to have some Thanks, guys man. anchor down in the middle of the second level for the Jags uh, like that coming in, and uh, you, it's just phenomenal to hear your perspective on things. So, you guys, I appreciate everything you've done this year. It was a great stepping stone to the future, and uh, have a great weekend. I'm out. All right. Later, oh, fam. He's out. Rack him. Huh. Fan cam. Fan cam. Yes. Yeah. Not fam cam. Yeah, that, that was like. <laughs> May have okay. been misspelled up on the big board. That's all right. That's all right. all right. We got it. We we know him yep. either way. Yeah, so, no doubt. Uh, yes. Uh, it was so, a great year. It was a fun year. It was a fun year. Not let's, over yet. You know what? It was fun. Let's do better. Let's, let's no get doubt. more. No right? doubt. And uh, I think that's the beautiful thing. It's not like, oh, my gosh, was this a moment in time? Yeah. You know? So, yeah, No. Let's hope that's foundation the case. set feels good. Let's see. This offseason is going to be fun. You know, it's going to be exciting. Who they add, who they keep, who they let go. We'll find out, Tom. As the world turns. I thought you might go that way. Let's say hello yeah. to XL Primetime. Now, the two minute drill brought to you by Tire Outlet. Keeping the sports world spinning with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. All right, Mia O'Brien is here. Hello, Mia. Hello. How are we? Uh, we're great because it's noon on Friday, and uh, mm-hmm. we are officially done uh, for the week here at 1010XL. Love but that. Love that journey. We are celebrating uh, Doug Peterson Day So will today. we. Yeah. So will we. We may or may not have a special surprise awaiting the 1010XL listeners and viewers on the uh, social channels. All right. Coming up. So uh, be on the lookout for that. What's your favorite uh, moment from uh, Doug Peterson from oh, last year? Oh, that's a great one. Um, honestly, I was actually thinking about it on the drive-in, and I've tweeted this before. Um, both after the Jags beat, I believe it was the, the Cowboys,
Cowboys win, the Ravens win for Doug, and then, of course, Trevor notoriously now for the Chargers win. Anybody else see both of them running around like Jim Valvano after they won yeah. the, after oh, NC yeah. State won yeah. the national championship, yeah. and they're, like, just looking for someone to hug? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that, that like those, those moments I never thought we would see ever at some low points over the past four years, um, let alone this first year of Doug's era. But uh, the, po- the positive part of it is, is I don't think it's fake. I don't think it's a mirage. I don't think yep. it's built on quicksand. Um, they didn't expect to be doing what they're doing right now. They're obviously very happy they are, and they got those returns. They got guys playing at their ceiling. Um, but his goal from the get-go was this was going to be built. It wasn't going to just be a flash in the pan, and so let's hope that is indeed what the future holds. Absolutely. All right, have a great show. Thank you. We have a lot of, uh, lot of football. Of course, uh, Leon has some specific thoughts about the Pro Bowl. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you guys <laughs> saw, saw that, yeah. water balloon toss. Yeah, we're going to dive into that. Uh, basketball, hopefully going to be hearing from Coach Matthew Driscoll, UNF, victorious in River City Rumble Part 1 yours truly and company on the call tomorrow so we'll also preview tomorrow's game all right uh thank you mia thank you have a great show a great weekend yeah uh this i i see from 700 wlw in -hmm. cincinnati uh the request to drop the charge against joe mixon there is a request to drop it coming from the city prosecutor's office okay the presiding judge said he will dismiss it but only after he assured that the alleged victim has been notified uh the reason the prosecutor asked for dismissal has not been given. The agent for Mixon said the police rushed to judgment in the case. Uh, but So it does appear that the prosecutor's office is seeking to drop the charge okay. that they just put on so maybe Joe Mixon yesterday. So maybe he did wave the gun in her face, I guess. I, I have no idea. We don't know. We don't know, yeah. right? Or they can't prove it. But they felt strongly right. enough about the yep. evidence to charge yeah. him. Yeah, that's yesterday. Uh, yeah, one day. I, I will say this: the fact that they have not notified the victim makes me think less. Because uh, immediately people are like, "Oh, well, how much should Mixon pay her?" Right? Uh, that's why they're going to drop it tomorrow because wow. she's going to recant everything, and this doesn't seem to jibe with that. Right? Because they haven't no, right, notified right. her yet, yeah. at least according to that. So uh, anyway, we'll see how that plays out over the course of the weekend. But just wanted to get that in before we got out of here today because we did discuss it earlier on the show uh enjoy your weekend jaguar fans yeah no football so uh no. get yeah, in. flag football <laughs> no football <laughs> this weekend you know hot you know the the uh the, the dodgeball like how do you could get hurt in dodgeball can't you yeah sure you could tear a knee you get hurt in flag football you get hurt in flag football. you know what i thought when i was watching the balloon toss that every balloon toss i've ever done we've been overfilling the balloons because uh, I was watching them, I was like, these seem like half-filled to me. So you could mm-hmm. actually throw these and catch these. Every time I've ever played balloon toss, it's, you got no prayer. Yeah. I mean, once it hits your hands, it's exploding. I, I thought that was I the whole idea. As well. just, you know what? Just let them go party for a week. That's what it, the Or not. Or just or say, to, here's the honor. You've yeah. been named right. to the or party for him. Pro he can throw parties. Whatever. I don't care. You know what I mean? I mean, if you're not going to play football, they, then don't. You know don't. what? They can do all these games if they want to. I also don't care about that. No, right. So, uh, you know, if you watched it, fine. Uh, yeah, I'm not watching I, I don't want to watch the Pro Bowl, never mind the balloon toss. Yeah, yeah there right. were several in the, the long Bowl. drive that had never swung a club in their life. And yeah. it was clear. They were like, I've never done this. I watched a couple of YouTube yeah. videos. Are, should, should, is the PGA Tour going to get together at the end of the season and throw footballs through a tire? They're going to have a tackling is that drill, what they're gonna actually. Maybe. On that, the now that I might watch. That would be fun. <laughs> All right. Uh, that'll do it for us uh, today. Everybody have a good weekend. For Tony Smith, Tom McManus, and E.T., I'm Mike Dempsey. We will talk to you next Monday from 10 to noon with more Jaguars today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Yo, Jacksonville, let's go. Three.